is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Well, hello, everybody, and Merry Christmas. I'm your good friend, Brand. I'm here with my good friend, Scott. Scott, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Brandon. How's it going? Good. It is February. It's officially a new month. Officially closer to Christmas this week than we were last week. So I'm doing good, all things considered. How about you? Is it? Is it? Uh, what is winter going? What's winter right now for you? Is there snow on the ground? Is it warmed up? Oh, back in Denver? Yeah, yeah it's cold. It's cold. cold and it's snowy. Just the way I like it. I do have a February update for you. Okay. The Music Choice Station on Xfinity, as of February 1st, took Christmas music away. That's fair. So that's the longest I've ever seen it go. Yeah, they normally switch to like a love music earlier than that, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, so February 1st, it became love you or you know whatever stupid holiday they've decided to call it. And it was time, of course, but I was curious every day. Right. Like, I just wanted to see, is it still on? And yeah, it there was. So that was kind of fun. Fun and, and sad. Fun and sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Once they took it away, it was a little sad. But I got other outlets for Christmas music. It's okay. I, I, I've, I've heard that there are other ways to get your Christmas music. It's crazy <laughs> That's right. There. There, there are a couple other places. Um, is there any place that we could go to maybe get some mail? Do you know of anywhere? Uh, there's a random sack on the floor. Let me open it up and see what's in it. Okay. Letters. We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. Well, it turns out it was the mailbag. That's good. <laughs> I have an email from David Hatfield, who is our uh, resident Santa. Remember okay. he did the, yes. the whole Santa thing? Yeah. Brandon Scott, I do enjoy the days and weeks countdown every episode, even when it's a big number, because it can only go down from here. It was a fun discussion on the party episode, and Jack's pointed out that it's really not that long because we can just count down to October 1st. That's right. He says, and I look forward to the sound there effect. You go. However, I can do y'all one better. Okay. I think we can really count down to August 1st. <laughs> See, David is speaking my language here. Now, hear me out on this. October 1st, which is firmly, quote, spooky season time, right. heralds the start of the holiday season because it's the first leg of Happy Hallow Thanksmas. <laughs> and by this time... Christmas merchandise has already started popping up at different places. We can extrapolate this back even further. To me, spooky season starts around August 1st, and here's why. Spirit Halloween, the famous seasonal Halloween store, kicks off its season with the opening of its flagship store in New Jersey. Last year, it opened on July 29th. Wow. In 2024, it's going to open on July 30th. Usually, the latest it will open is, you guessed it, August 1st. So, by August 1st, big famous Halloween stores will be opening. Where I teach on August 1st, we are less than two weeks from starting the school year. School years starting means fall. Fall means the holiday season. Once we get to August 1st, back to school supplies and displays are on borrowed time. Before you know it, Halloween will pop up again and all the 
regular stores. So we can count down to August 1st, which according to the date that I'm writing this email is only 188 days. Merry Christmas. Well done, David. Well done, well David. Done. I like yeah. that. I, I got to be honest, by the end of it, when you said we're only 188 days until August 1st, I got pretty excited. Yeah, I was like, hey, that's, that doesn't <laughs> hey, sound too bad there. Not Excellent bad. work, uh, David. That's the hard-hitting journalism that no one asked for, but we all need, you know? That's right. It's uh, inscrutable. That's right. Uh, one more email from Parker Hallett. Just wanted to let you know how much I have enjoyed your podcast. I have three Christmas podcasts that I have come to love, but they all take a break after Christmas. Y'all have been added to that list, so I guess there's four now, and have become the fourth. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. And have an automatic download notification. Thank you for providing that Christmas fill that I know will come on a consistent basis. Keep up the good work as it is much appreciated. P.S., for someone doing a Christmas podcast all year, I'm a bit disappointed that your ornaments can fit on one table. This is coming from someone who couldn't fit their mm. ornaments on 10 tables. Oh my gosh. Parker, it's a valid point. W- without boring everybody with a photo, these are like stacked containers. They're like five levels deep. Each one holds about 25 and the entire table is covered. So I could probably spread it out to 10 tables. Maybe not. Maybe a little less. Parker out here with the ornament shade towards mm-hmm. uh, Scott. That's Man. okay. That's all right. That? I like it when people keep me on my toes and Parker has done that. Yes. So Speaking of you uh, of keeping you on your toes, I toes. Who am I? I I, uh, I have a late edition email for you, and I'm just kind of intrigued by the answer. Go you don't it. know about this, but I got an email from Don Strickland that says, "Hi, for work, I'm doing a training module for City Program, and the narrator really sounds like Scott. Is it you? <laughs> <clears throat> Spreadsheets and budgets and such. No, it's not. Uh, I wish it was. Okay. If there's an opening, let me know." I'm yeah. Always happy to do more voice work. You do some voice work. And so I thought it was a valid question. I didn't know if you had done anything for City. I feel like you would have told me if you'd gotten a big uh, contract like that. But there you go. There's somebody out there impersonating you, Scott. The other day I was listening to some news podcast or something, and I my fingers were dirty, so I couldn't skip ahead on the ads. And I heard one, and I thought, gosh, that voice sounds familiar. And then just something made me think, oh, I wonder if it's one of my uh, teachers who, who taught a narration class that I took. And it turns out it was. And I just think it's odd that you could hear a voice wow. with no face whatsoever. And you're like, yeah. hey, I know that voice. So uh, I guess I'm getting a discerning ear. Well, and I'll just say this. I'll just say this. You have a great voice and you got a, a voice for radio. And so the fact that radio. you're being confused with other great rate, uh, voices, no one's hearing my voice and going like, man, could that be any? No, no one's no one's up here. No <laughs> one's doing this. No one's as bad at voices as mm, I am. I and so I, uh, there's no, no one's hearing my voice and going like, man, that could be anybody. That, 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 no, it's, it's clearly my voice. So the fact that you're getting confused with professional Scott, that's not bad. That's kind. I like that. I appreciate that. Absolutely. How are we doing in the review department? We are right where we were last week at 238. And if you remember, I told you that there were a couple that I missed during the busyness of the holiday season. So this one also comes from the end of uh, November, but I do think it's a good one. And obviously all of them are worth reading, but this one's especially kind. And so this is from uh, Guga Poopa. (laughs) (laughs) 
says, it takes a lot to get me to comment. Scott and Bran, I was standing on the train platform this morning in the dark, freezing weather, waiting for my train. Unlike my fellow commuters, I was smiling and completely unaware of the miserable conditions because I had Christmas morning. Your enthusiasm and overflowing positivity is so infectious. I can't help but start my day in a good mood and ready to pass it on. As another Christmas podcaster who uh, also enjoys the holiday all year but is a lazy fan it takes a lot to get me to post a review you moved me to do so and absolutely deserve it merry christmas bob baker festive foreign's film fans i believe is the name of uh bob's program so there you go it is i've uh, talked to bob a few times bob has a great podcast the festive foreign film fans it's like f4. f4 yeah yeah and he and his buddy uh review well obviously foreign foreign films but they have a christmas slant on them and it's, it's fun to listen to and also bob does this great series of bits on uh, Jack Ford's Total Christmas podcast. And I really enjoy uh, what Bob brings. And thank you for the review, Bob. Thank you, It's very nice of you. Thank you, Bob. Googa Poopa. Googa Poopa. Let's Googa Poopa for you. Uh, Scotty, do you get a joke for us today? I do. And instead of Googling bad Christmas jokes, I Googled excellent Christmas jokes. Oh, wow. What a change of pace here. Strangely, though, the first like 25 links that showed up had already been visited. So I thought you found your book. What are you Googling for? Well, sometimes I don't feel like reaching over. You know, the keyboard was already on my lap. So I was like, well, we'll this motion with my fingers is easier than this motion with my arm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. How did the ornament know that she was addicted to Christmas? How did the ornament know that it was addicted to Christmas? Um, wanted Christmas to keep hanging around? It's pretty close. She'd been hooked on Christmas trees all her life. Uh, waka, waka. There you go. Yeah. That's not bad. I not like Not terrible. Let's, let's do the countdown. All right. Joy to the world. 322 days until Christmas! Ooh, my voice did a fun thing there. It's so excited. 322, Scotty. That's the kind of voice that gets you on uh, city planning podcasts. Or- That's exactly right. People are asking me all the time, will you talk about banking, please? 322 days, 46 weeks for those of us who like the smaller number. And it's only 237 days until October 1st. Wow, 46. And in the oh, spirit of David Christmas. Hatfield, it's only 177 days until August 1st. Need some sort of. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything for that, so we'll we'll work on that. We'll we'll workshop yeah, some, it. Okay. Something. Uh, he said it was one hundred. Oh, I see. Because he's when he wrote the okay. email. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got some news if you want it, bud. Yeah, I sure do. Today is February seventh. Here's the news. I, I found this news story. I thought it was so fun. And so I immediately said, I'm going to use this news story. I'm now realizing maybe I should have waited until next Wednesday because it's Valentine's Day, but it's too late. It's a Valentine's Christmas story crossover. Um, I think, you, why don't you hold on to it? Well, then what am I supposed to do here? Because I have a news item and it's a sad one, but I do want to mention it. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. We found out this week that the director of the movie Jingle Bell Rocks, Mitchell Kaisen, he passed away. Mm. And... 
It was unexpected, and it was very sad. Now, I wasn't friends with Mitchell, but I've probably exchanged, I don't know, maybe a dozen emails over the years with him, and I really enjoyed his film, uh, Jingle Bell Rocks. You enjoyed it, too, once you yes. finally saw it. And it was, a, it was one of those movies where you watch it and you learn about this subset of people that you you relate with and you didn't know it really existed. And it was a very, I don't want to say it was an eye-opening film, but it just gave me this great feeling when I watched it, like, oh, there are other people that are really into Christmas music the way I am. And I exchanged an email with Mitchell like not even three weeks ago. Mm. He did this thing every year called Mitchell's Merry Mix. And that was mentioned in the movie where yes. it started off as a mixtape and he would send it out to his friends and he would find this weird, obscure Christmas music. It was one of the reasons I did Jingle Jank. You, uh, you, you know, you were also involved in helping me start that as well. And uh, I was trying to find some, some earlier ones and I was wondering why he hadn't replied. So uh, I guess something must have been going on in his life and uh, and he passed and it's very sad and it was... A little heartwarming to see all the the messages and replies of shock and sadness, you know, for what for what that's worth, you know, like nobody wants to see somebody pass, but it's nice to know that you were cared about. Yeah. So, um, R.I.P. Mitchell, I I really enjoyed your work, and uh, we're gonna miss you. Absolutely. And if you haven't seen the film, would highly recommend uh, checking it out, uh, especially this week and um, kind of uh, remembering him in that way. It's a really cool documentary. And if you are somebody like us that, uh, you know, it's you know almost kind of like one of the reasons why we do original music week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is to find those weird, obscure Christmas songs that are out there. And so thank you uh, for bringing that up. And yes, I will share uh, next week's news yep. uh, next week, which makes those. And if anybody has uh, any of Mitchell's merry mixes from before 2022, uh, hit me up Christmas morning podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I, I don't want to see them disappear. I, I want to archive them and I'd, I'd love to hear them, especially right now while he's in our right. memory. So that's our news. A little sad. They can't all be happy. They can't all be happy. Let's take a quick break. We will come back with the TV uh, updates and the Christmas music battle here on Christmas. This morning. Welcome back, everybody. TV Scotty's in the house to let us know, um, you know, how much or how little <laughs> Christmas <laughs> how TV little. there is in this uh, first uh, week of February. Scotty, what do you got for us? I shouldn't be surprised that there is so little, but I think I'm still comparing it to what was happening in November and December where I had to pare it down because, you know, it would take eight or nine minutes to read all of it. Well, I only have a couple days. So here are the Christmas TV specials for the next three days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Wednesday, 2.30 p.m. on VH1, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Twas the Night Before Christening. 5.30 p.m. on Logo, Three's Company, Three's Christmas. Thursday, 1 a.m. on TBS, Modern Family, White Christmas. 3.50 a.m. on Nick at Night, Mike and Molly, Christmas Break. 4 a.m. on TBS, Family Matters, Deck the Malls. 6 a.m. on Decades, Full House, A Very Tanner Christmas. 4.30 p.m. on E, A Bad Mom's Christmas. And 9 p.m. on CMT, The Golden Girls, Have Yourself a Very Little Christmas. Finally, Friday, 1.35 a.m. on MeTV, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Santa Claus and the 10th Avenue Kid. 2 a.m. on Ovation, The Librarians, and The Christmas Thief. 2.09 a.m. on Nick at Night, Mike and Molly, Karaoke Christmas. 2.30 p.m. on CMT, The King of Queens, Santa Claustrophobia. 
5 p.m. on USA, Chicago Fire, Merry Christmas, etc. 9.20 p.m. on TV Land, Everybody Loves Raymond, Christmas Present. And finally, 10.30 p.m. on Comedy Central, The Office, Moroccan Christmas. And those are your Christmas TV specials for the next three days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. There you go. It is time for the uh, Christmas music battle. Let's get to last week first. Uh, the song was Angels We Have Heard on High. Uh, a, a closer battle than the previous week, but uh, not all that close again. Nope. It seems like people have their uh, the things that they're into up first and uh, last place with 23% of the vote. It is uh, the Aqualads. Who brought this, Scotty? It was not me. Wow! <laughs> it was John oh. Rice. And, uh, In the surprise of the century. Yeah, it is the surprise of the century. You would have brought it, though, the listener. Yeah. I absolutely would have brought it. In fact, you texted me this link before I even saw from John Rice and said, oh, man, this is right up your alley. And it absolutely yeah. was. It is a great, a, a great um, surf rock version of that song. Really, really great. Yeah. It probably would have crushed on an instrumental week. Yes. Uh, with 32.6% of the vote is the version by Frank Zed. Definitely had a Blink-182 yeah. thing to it, and that's why I chose it. I liked it. Um, which means for the, was this the second week in a row or third week in a row? Probably second or third. I don't know. You're really crushing it so far. I, I'm in, I'm on a little bit of a streak here, which I'm not used to is the version I brought by Josh Rouse, which I really like this version. And I, whenever Scott, you, you and I share this, uh, when we're looking for a cover, we want to hear something a little bit different. And I, I appreciate that not only was the music kind of something I hadn't heard before when it comes to we heard on high, he also changed the melody yeah. a little bit, which I thought was really cool and lended itself really well to the the style of that song, um, the way that he was doing it. I'm not great with time signatures, but that didn't seem like the yeah. standard one. That It had a different cool. beat and feel to it and a tempo, and I, I enjoyed it. And <laughs> peeling the curtain back... When we were playing the songs last week, you even said, well, I'm going to win this one. And you did. <laughs> I think I said, I think I might. No, you said you were going to win it. And you were right. Was I that definitive? It was, a, I think it was, it was pretty obvious. All like, right. okay. we have these weird songs and these offbeat songs, the surf guitar and this weird Frank Zed thing. And they appeal to some people. They're not going to appeal to the the most people and that's okay the masses you and i have both won seasons before it kind of doesn't really matter so i'd really rather bring one that i feel strongly about even if it's a long tail one that only a couple people are really going to be into like my buddy jessica trinidad she almost always says i know which one you pick but she probably would have thought the aqualads was me this week um let's get to this week's song which is christmas island before we talk about the experience of finding a a version on Bandcamp, do you have a fun fact for us scotty you asked that i bring some kind of history for this one because you you and i both said we don't know anything about this song well because you said you thought that it was originally by the andrews sisters i believe is what you thought yes so christmas island was written by lyle moraine and was recorded in 1946 by the andrews sisters and backed by guy lombardo and his royal canadians so the first version was the andrew sisters there you go um what's lyle's deal like i like uh has he written a lot of other uh songs or was this kind of a one-off nope uh i found it on discogs uh that he this was the only song he ever wrote this is what he was most known for in his life wow 
he served with some kind of honor in World War II. So I'm wondering, mm. did he, you know, and this is just pure speculation because we, we obviously can't ask Lyle. He passed in 1988. Did he have the idea for this song while he was serving in the Pacific yeah. or something? That yeah. would be really interesting. Really would, interesting. I'm making up apocryphal <laughs> history about the song. Which came first, this song or Melakalikimaka? I thought Meli Kamiki Maka was 1953, but I might be wrong yeah. on that one. Uh, because I, I, I was looking for songs last night, and my wife said, oh, you're looking for Meli Kamiki Maka? And I said, no, <laughs> Christmas Island. So uh, kind of very they're very similar in the style, obviously, and also thematically uh, similar. Uh, so, uh, oh, Meli Kamiki Maka was written in 1949. So this one came first. Wow, interesting. Pretty, pretty yep. close, too, within three years. But also popular from the Andrews sisters. They they, they really had they the whole did. Pacific Islander uh, exactly. you know, no, corner. No one screams Pacific Islander like the Andrews sisters. Um, <laughs> let's right. find out right. what we found. I got to be honest. Oh, tricky, tricky, tricky band camp because you type in Christmas Island and there's like 29 pages and you find out that there's a <laughs> band called Christmas Island who is... Not my jam, and uh, no. that is a lot of the pages is them and then another group that had an album called Christmas Island, but is not a Christmas album at all. And then there were a whole bunch of songs just called Christmas Island yeah. that had nothing, nothing. to do with yeah. this song. I found a lot of like, so, like uh, there was a couple rock songs that were called Christmas Island that just were not good. Unfortunately, they all. weren't good either I because I was going to pick them for original week. I know. Uh, you hate uh, to see but, it. But, you know, you get to like the, th I got to the third page of results and usually if the results start falling off by there, they're not going to get yeah. better. Yeah. But you, you forward a couple pages and all of a sudden there's another legit version and it was it was hard, man. It was not a good week. Uh, let's find out uh, what we have here. Up first, we have Christmas Island by Kayla Ram Ramu and Hannah Barstow. How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend a holiday away across the sea? Okay, that was a slow and traditional version of that one, Brandon. A, a slow version. Uh, I like the vocals. It's nice. Uh, but, yeah. The vocals were yeah. very pretty. I wish it was a little faster, but that's going to be the traditional yes. offering for let's, today. Let's see if we have anything uh, different stylistically. Uh, here's a version by Ben Gordon Show. How'd you like to spend Christmas? Like to spend Christmas on Christmas 
Another one brand, like you were talking about for last week's, that did something really unique with the song, and it stood out because of it. Yes. Listen, the key is always to uh, change it up enough to where you make it your own, but where it's still kind of in the same spirit. And I felt like that that was holding it. I liked it. (laughs) There were plenty on Bandcamp that were not not in the spirit, even though they were the same lyrics. And some of them sound like they were recorded Uh, on a potato. I don't understand. Uh, Last but not least, we have a veteran of the show at this point, Joel Peterson's version of Christmas Island. instrumental but it's not instrumental week that's a bold choice it is a bold choice but i do like it three different versions three i think really good versions of three cool versions um one a little bit more traditional one that's doing its own thing making the song its own and then an instrumental version that's just really nice so there's a taste for everybody this week this should be a close battle i I think i think this is going to be the closest in a while but we'll find out you can vote right now link is in the description next week is instra i'm sorry is uh original christmas music week and i want to add a little caveat there because next wednesday is valentine's day so i would like to make it some sort of christmas love theme for the original something that's like a little little valentine's angle to it well, wait, wait, wait. Do you, do you want to pull an audible and just say any Christmas lovey kind of sure. song because yes. it's the holiday? Yes. We, it's very rare that an actual holiday drops on. Any Christmas lovey song will work. Yep. For it me. does not have to be original. If it is original, boy, extra bonus points for that. I can't think of a Christmas lovey song. At, at least, I guess I'll have to go watch that music choice crap station. There's a, uh, a, 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 a Dave Barnes song that I really like where it's like kind of, I mean, l- listen, like you, you could argue that maybe it's cold outside is sure. a Christmas love song. So there's a few of them out there, but I think this is a fun challenge. It's not just, too. I, I, it could be, it depends on how you, uh, how you hear it. Um, and so I mm-hmm. think that it's, a, I think this is cool. I think this is a fun way to do this. Yeah. So go to bandcamp.com, search for a Christmas song that has something to do with love. The more love, the better. The more love, We're going to ask better. listeners to vote on the loviness of the song. I don't even know how to search I, for this. I don't I, either. I, I threw this out before giving it thought. I don't know how to search this. No, no, there's got to there's got to be something. We have very creative listeners and somebody's going to come up with something, I'm sure, to to blow yeah. my mind. 
Uh, just make sure it's from bandcamp.com. Find it and email me the link at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. There you go. We will be back next Wednesday, Valentine's Day, uh, to celebrate Christmas the way that God intended. Until then, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.